Hey friend, and welcome back to another Bible study breakdown where each week on the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast, we're going to have two episodes. And the second of those episodes that's happening later in the week is a Bible study breakdown where we are going through each book in the Bible in chronological order, pulling out one story from that book and applying its principles to our everyday life in the areas of business, of motherhood, and of course, our faith. And this week, we are tackling Exodus. We're going to be talking about Moses and his encounter with the burning bush that God used to speak to Moses and to give him an assignment that honestly, Moses was like totally not excited about. We're going to be talking about the way that Moses responded to the assignment and Honestly, are we responding in that same way? It is all inside of this episode. Let's get to it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. All right, friends. Now, before we get into the Bible study breakdown part of the episode, I want to take a moment to read you a review that was left for the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. And before I read the review, I want to share with you that when you guys take the time to leave me a review, not only is it something that I'm just so grateful for, it also helps to boost the show in the podcast algorithm, if you will, so that other people can come and find the show and glean the value inside of these episodes that it can help them in their business, in their motherhood, and in their faith that they're walking through right now. So if you would please take a moment to go to Apple iTunes, go to where you're listening on the podcast, Apple podcast app, and scroll down on the Bible's Babies and Business podcast and leave me a review, I would be so, so grateful. And this review that I'm about to read is comes from Alyssa. Now, I'm not sure I'm saying your last name right, so please forgive me, Alyssa. Um, Alyssa Almeter or Al- Almiter. <laughs> Forgiving, Alyssa, if I, if I just like totally butchered that last name of yours. Um, but thank you so much for your sweet review. Alyssa gave me five stars and she said, refreshing perspective for Christian female entrepreneurs. I love how Cami integrates faith into business and I'm looking forward to how she blends in motherhood as well. Her honest and loving truth is encouraging and thought-provoking. Every Christian female entrepreneur should listen to this podcast. Lissa, what an encouragement and what a 
compliment. Thank you so, so much. Friends, again, if you would go to Apple Podcasts where you're listening and leave me a review, I might just read your review on a future episode. And so now I want you to grab your Bibles, grab a highlighter, because we're going to be diving into Exodus. And we're specifically looking at chapters three and chapters four. And this is where Moses is talking with a burning bush, which the Lord is using this burning bush as a way to communicate with Moses. So we're going to start in at verse seven, where God gives Moses an assignment. And you can go and read the entire chapters, both chapters, and I encourage you to do so on your own time. But I'm going to give you just a quick kind of like little recap today. But God gives Moses an assignment, and it's not just this little easy peasy little assignment. It is a dangerous assignment. It is an incredibly enormous assignment, certainly not an assignment that Moses could complete on his own without the Lord. And it's just an assignment that honestly just probably felt impossible for Moses, which I don't know about you, but I can totally relate to that. When the Lord tells me to do something, whether it's start the business or or embark on this journey or that journey, there's just so many times in my life where I have felt like I was at the bottom of a mountain and God was asking me to climb it. Here's the thing about when God gives us assignments, they're oftentimes challenging and, and something that we can only accomplish when we partner with God. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just go ahead and read the scripture. I'm going to start in at verse seven, chapter three inside of Exodus. And it says, then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites I'm not going to say this right, you guys. <laughs> Hittites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abuse them. Now go, for I am sending you, talking to Moses, I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out of Egypt. So that was verses 7 through 10, where God gives the assignment to Moses. And just a little backstory here. So God is essentially telling Moses, hey, I want you to go to Egypt, go to the king of Egypt, the number one guy in charge, which who, by the way, in a previous chapter, tried to kill Moses. Go to that person that tried to kill you and let him know that you are going to be taking the people that he has enslaved inside of Egypt and you are going to be leading them out of Egypt into freedom. Like not an easy assignment, not an easy task at all. And Moses responds in verse 11, the way that I honestly would probably have responded. Let's just go ahead and read it first and then we'll talk about it. In verse 11, it says, but Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? That right there sounds a lot like me. Who am I, God, to start the coaching business? Who am I to lead people in building an online business? Maybe you're feeling, God, who am I to start a coaching business about fill in the blank? Like, what is it that God is calling you to that you are responding with, 
Who am I to do that thing? Who am I? We oftentimes hear this in the coaching space as a phrase called imposter syndrome. (laughs) Turns out imposter syndrome was way back in Moses' time too. And again, Moses responded in a way that many of us respond when God gives us an assignment. Moses responded with fear, with doubt, with excuses. We're about to get into that really quick here. And he responded by by saying that he felt unqualified and having, again, what we call today as imposter syndrome. And to be fair, Moses was not qualified, at, at least by himself, at least without God, he was certainly not qualified. Now we know the scripture tells us with God, all things are possible, but without God, Moses, there was no way Moses was going to be able to accomplish this assignment. You know that saying, it goes, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. Do you know why that is? It's because so that God can get the glory instead of you. If you were perfectly qualified to do the assignment that God was calling you to, and you went off and you completed it, and now everybody's clapping for you and celebrating you, where is where is God's glory in any of that? But if God calls you to do an assignment that you are not qualified for, and, and quite frankly, other people around you know that you're not qualified, when you complete that, when you see success in that assignment, it starts to make other people like do a double take and like look and be like, is that the same person? Is that the same person that I went to high school with? Is that the same person that I know was living a different lifestyle before? Is that the same person that, how did they do that? There's no way that they really, that they did that. And it starts to make people think, and that is when God can shine through and people start to know the only way that that happened is because God was with that person. That is how God gets glory through us being obedient in assignments. The purpose of the assignment is so that God can get the glory, so that more people will come to see him, to know him, and to experience his splendor, and then come to follow him and have deep relationship with him, both here on earth and in heaven. Your assignment, friend, I'm saying this with love, your assignment is not about you. It is not about you. It is about the Lord getting the glory. And God getting glory helps other people come to know him, experience him, and be in deep relationship with him. Your assignment is not about you. So if you feel unqualified, just know that's kind of the point. Okay, let's dive into verse 12, where God responds to Moses protesting against this assignment. Here in verse 12, God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. How many times have you asked yourself, how do I, like, like, man, I did you know, I've had this idea to start the business, but I just don't really know if this is me or if this is God. God answered Moses with reassurance by saying, I will be with you. And then with confirmation, he said, this will be your sign. And the sign was when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. So he's giving Moses confirmation in advance that, hey, just in case you need proof that this is actually something that's coming from me and you're not just dreaming up this whole experience of watching this burning bush talk to you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this very mountain. That was the confirmation that God gave Moses. Here's a little side tip here, friends. 
it is more than okay to ask God for confirmation that he is the one giving you the assignment and it's not just a good idea that happened to pop in your head. I I can't help but think that there's so many things that God is actually calling us to do that we just shrug off as, oh, that was just an idea that I came up with. Or, oh, that that was kind of a, a cool idea, but I could probably never do it and just move on with our life. I had this conversation with my brother a couple weeks ago and he said, you know, what happens if we get to the end of our life and when we like have a meeting with God, when we see God face to face, you know, what if we're like sitting at this table and all of a sudden he, he pushes this piece of paper over to you on the table and down on that piece of paper is everything that you were supposed to accomplish in your lifetime that he called you to that you didn't accomplish. And then he brings out a version of you that he had actually made you to be. And what if we actually turned out nothing like what he's called us to be? What if I'm looking at the version of Cami that was supposed to do all these things for the glory of the kingdom? And because I was too fearful, doubtful, I, I was making so many excuses. I felt unqualified. I was, I was drowning in imposter syndrome. What if I, at the end of my life, in my meeting with Jesus, he, he brings out the version of Cami that I was actually supposed to be? And what if it looks nothing like me? Friends, when, when, when my brother and I were talking about that example, it really hit me hard. There is, I do not want to miss out on anything that God has for me. And I know that that is true for you too, but we have to be prepared for the calling to be uncomfortable. We have to be prepared for the calling to be kind of scary or maybe very, very scary, but we cannot allow fear doubt or feeling unqualified be the reason that we tell God that he picked the wrong person. Okay, so let's get back into the scripture. Moses protested against God five times. And I'm going to give you, I'm just going to run down a list. You can go read it on your own time. I'm going to run down a list of each verse in which Moses protested against God. So he protested against God in chapter three, verse 11, verse 13. And then in chapter four, he protested in verse one. He he protested a fourth time in verse 10. And then a fifth time in chapter four, verse 13. He protested against God five different times. In other words, he tried to make excuses five different times to God about the assignment that he was given. Finally, God got kind of frustrated with Moses and had to use some stern talking to get Moses to actually go out and do the thing. Do you know that when you respond to God with excuses, that you're actually responding to God with arrogance? Let me explain. When you, when God gives you an assignment and you tell him, nope, you picked the wrong person. I'm unqualified. I'm too scared. I don't have what it takes. What you're telling the Lord is that he chose the wrong person, which is incredibly arrogant. That that is insinuating that you know more than God and that he made a mistake in choosing you. You're telling God that, hey, I can't do it. Even if you're partnered with me, I can't do it. God is all powerful. God is all knowing. How could we as humans tell God anything? How could we teach God anything? How could we have the audacity to tell the Lord that he made a mistake? Think about that. 
When you respond to the Lord with excuses, you're responding with arrogance. And what we learn in chapter four, after the fifth time that Moses protested and the Lord got frustrated and said, Moses, go do the thing. Go do the thing that I told you to. And Moses finally obeyed. What we learn is that God's assignment for you doesn't change no matter how many times you make an excuse. God is not going to change the assignment just because you've come up with a new and fresh excuse. God gave Moses everything and everyone that he needed. And when I say everyone, God finally allowed, after Moses like complained and made excuses over and over, well, God, I don't speak very well. And like, and, and, and my words always get tied up, <laughs> which sounds a lot like online coaches these days. Like that was something that was a hang up for me too. It was like, oh, what if I don't say the right thing? Or what if I don't say it perfectly? Moses was telling God, God, my, I always trip over my words. Like, like I always get hung up on my words. And so God said, then take your brother Aaron. He'll, he'll speak for you. But the assignment didn't change. God gave Moses everything and everyone that he needed to fulfill the assignment. God will give you everything and everyone to fulfill the assignment that he has given you. So I have a couple questions for you to reflect on this week, friend, in your prayer time and your time with the Lord. Number one, what assignment has God given you? Did he tell you to start the online coaching business? What did he tell you? What was the assignment that God gave you? My second question is, how are you responding to that? Are you responding with quick obedience? Because Moses sure didn't. Moses tried for a long time to avoid doing the thing that God told him. Another person in the Bible that tried for a long time to avoid the thing that God told him was Jonah and he got swallowed by a fish. Okay, friends, don't get swallowed by a fish. Make it your prayer to have quick obedience when God tells you to do something because delayed obedience is disobedience. And what this sounds like a lot of times, especially in the coaching space, when I hear people saying things like, well, I wanna start the business, but, well, it's just not a good time for me right now. It's not a good time for my family. Or I just don't have peace about it. LOL, that one. It's that one for, for Christian women. When, when Christians try to use peace as an excuse to not do the thing that God told them. Let me tell you, I heard this in a sermon earlier this week from Pastor Michael Todd. He's phenomenal. He's from Transformation Church. Go listen to him. But he said in a sermon, something to the degree of God is not concerned about his assignment being convenient or comfortable for you. That means... That if you are going to be saying yes to the calling that God has for your life, it may not be convenient for you. It may not be a quote unquote good time for you. You may not feel comfortable about it. You are going to have to leave your comfort zone to say yes to the calling. And if you're not willing to do that, then I have to ask you, do you really trust the Lord the way that you say you do? Again, you can go read it on your own time. But Moses eventually said yes to the Lord. He went to Egypt. Everything that God said would happen actually happened. And Moses, with God's help, led Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery, and would eventually help them walk into the promised land. And I say help because Moses actually didn't get to go into the promised land himself, which is a story potentially for another time. But Moses led an entire nation of people out of slavery, out of Egypt, with God's help. 
What is the assignment that God is telling you and how are you responding? God had much bigger plans for Moses's life and for his people Israel than Moses had for himself or Moses could even think about. And the same goes for you. God has much, much bigger plans for you, for your family, for your life, for your clients that you're supposed to go out and serve and work with and help them achieve a transformation. He has a much bigger plan for your life than you have for yourself, but he is waiting for your obedience. And I want this to be an encouragement for you that even though it may feel scary, even though you may have doubt and feel unqualified, that's the point. Because God wants to get the glory instead of you so that other people can come to know him and be in deep relationship with him. So friend, I want you to be encouraged by this episode today. And I hope that you go to Exodus and read chapters three and four and ask the Lord to reveal something to you. And I would love if you took the time to share this episode, screenshot this episode and share it with a friend or share it to your social media. So the other people who are maybe in denial mode that, that God gave them the assignment, maybe this is the confirmation that they are praying for. And if you want to be surrounded by a community of Christian women who love the Lord and are saying yes to the assignment that God gave them, even though they're scared, even though they're feeling unqualified, then go down into the show notes and join my Facebook group where you have, where we have community support and fellowship for Christian moms who are starting online coaching businesses who love the Lord and want to be obedient over the calling over their life. Friend, God has bigger plans for you than you have for yourself, but he's waiting for your yes. I love you and I'll see you next time. Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.